Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Nat. And this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. Hello. Hi. <laughs> That's a bit dry. Hi. Oh, shut up. Are you pleased to see me? No. Oh, why? <laughs> Gosh. You know we do this every week. No, we don't actually. We do it every fortnight. Oh. <sighs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to the relatively moany fit part. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up, you. Welcome to the relatively <laughs> moany podcast with me Nat and me Vinny yeah the one that everyone says is money but I'm not really people just be getting on my nerves listen (laughs) (laughs) you're the one calling yourself out here hello I've shut up (laughs) yeah ah shut up you you see you you see everyone what I'm putting up with it's because you're late I'm not late Okay. I've accommodated my life for this. Oh. oh. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. How are you, darling? Do you know what? Oh. I'm tired. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You see, everyone, that's why she's um been a bit grumpy. A I'm bit tired. tired. Are we, baby? I'm tired and I want ice cream. Well, I was in a well-known supermarket today because word on the street is we're kind of like two weeks behind the north in terms of regional mm-hmm. lockdown so i was seeing what little things i could put in the freezer <laughs> just in case right and a well-known <laughs> brand of ice cream that i know that makes you grin your teeth mm-hmm. is two pound fifty mm-hmm. yeah yeah Get some. I think I will. I think you better. Yeah. When lockdown coming, there won't be any to be found. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so should we get on with the show? I'm just having visions of like the beginning of like lockdown and how people were with the shopping and if that was to happen again. Sorry. But yes, let's let's continue with the show, shall we? And we pray for better days. We pray that it doesn't happen. And we pray that the R number comes down and that, you know, we all get it together because these are serious times. I mean, we're not making light of it, but sometimes you have to laugh in the face of sadness. A man of man just wants to travel properly. I need to go on a holiday. Like, I know some people be out here like, I'm just going Greece. I'm just going wherever, wherever, mm. Portugal. Listen... I'm I'm down for the long hauls, yeah. Yeah. I'm down for the long hauls. Yeah. I just definitely. want to go. I want to go home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I want to get home. Anyway, 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 yeah. anyway. Well, we hope um, everyone's well. Oh, do you know what? Mm. Um Inspo of the week. Shit. Inspo of the week. <laughs> See, I've done my bit. All right. Well, I who's have... your inspo of the week? I've done mine. <laughs> I haven't really Last done my time. bit. <gasps> okay, I know, I know. And I... there's me burning the midnight oil, researching people that you know really speak to me in terms of what they're doing out there, and I you're know. just sleeping. I know. Oh, love. <laughs> 
allow me, please. I'm sorry, darling. But do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't want like if I announce this person for me to for everyone to think oh she just thought of that because she was on the spot or whatever whatever okay um but I think in relation to what um this episode is going to be about um I I'm gonna say this person um for what she does Mm -hmm. and what she continues to do her name is Delijah and she is a pole dancer and she is the founder of um, the online platform Black Girls Pole, um, which is just to highlight, obviously, diversity within um, the pole world. Okay. Um, which, obviously, diversity in any industry, in any sector is like a, a major, major thing. Mm. Has been, <laughs> you know, has been. So, sorry, stick a pin there. Go on. Because... I always think about this diversity thing and I know this isn't the topic of the podcast but is it diversity or is it inclusion or is it both it's everything okay it's everything because here's the problem now it's like oh look at our team Mm. diverse but it's just like like what is that person doing is it just there to just show the world? Like, that's, that's why. Or what are, what are they actually doing in your team? Exactly. Because... Are they up there with you making like, the big decisions? Or yes. Or is this person just here literally to just tick a box? Exactly. On your diversity quota. That's which what I'm I getting Which I feel at. like for a lot of places, if I'm honest, mm. that's, that's the real, that's the real tea. Like some people just be there to tick a box. Yeah. Unfortunately. Cause you don't want to make up the numbers. You actually want to be included rather than kind of being on the poster saying, no, look, there's one, you know, there's, <laughs> there's a, there's one. a, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> because these companies think they're doing the right thing by saying, okay, well, we've got, and we've got abled people, able-bodied people. We've got maybe limited ability people. We've got people of color. But are these people really part of the team? Are they really included, like you said, in decision-making? Are they allowed to bring their thoughts and their feelings to the table when it comes to branding and sizing and, you know, all different issues that they can add to the table that will help to bring people in and to help buy their products or endorse their products so yeah I just wanted to get that from you sorry continue um but yeah she Delijah has recently had a baby um she's also a pole dancer and a pole instructor as well um she's recently had a baby and um also recently kind of came out on Instagram to like share her struggles of you know her body changing and how that's affected like her training and how that's made her feel and it was a very very like honest and raw um video Mm. and in some ways and I, I don't mean this negatively but in some ways quite refreshing because there's a lot that you do see on social media that is like you know, body snap back and a girl can do this after like two weeks of having a baby, like crushing it, hashtag Mm. bodies back or whatever, like, and 
like the real the realness is like actually no it's not like that and actually I don't know how long it takes don't quote me on it I'm not like a doctor or whatever but I'm sure it takes like close to a year for your body like once you've had a child to like actually kind of go back to what it was or to normal why are you laughing (laughs) because I'm thinking yeah my body and my mind oh bloody hell has your mind gone back no no Namaya's seven (laughs) and I'm still like what happened oh mate but yeah it's like it, it basically it takes a long time yes and sometimes you can well just like most things you feel like you have to rush because everything else is telling you that by this point yeah. you should be here. By the time you're 30, you should have a mortgage, be married and right. be on your second child. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So and it's all rubbish. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I don't have any children yet, um, but it was, it was, it was nice to have such an honest video. Um, yeah from someone who does the stuff that I do Mm -hmm. and I potentially may go through those things where it's like yeah like I'm killing it now I can deadlift xyz I'm gonna have a baby and then things just aren't the same yeah maybe my motivation's not the same certain things hurt when they didn't hurt before like um so yeah I'm gonna shout out Delijah this week um she also has her own podcast lovely um, I think called the black girls fit files um so yeah check her out check out black girls poll that platform and all of them things there inspo of the week oh my god boom <laughs> I'm keeping that I don't care don't cut it out all right fine I won't okay so so Pole to pole. Pole to pole. Naughty, nice, too much spice. Listen, you can never have too much spice in it. Okay. Y'all seen your Instagram post, um, what is it, profile? Sporty a bit with of a, spice. Sporty with a bit more spice. Let me talk you about, let me talk you through that caption, yeah? Yes, please. Because I love the way people like try to teeth all the things, yeah? Let me tell you something. Teeth <laughs> all the things. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Let's just, discuss. I hear people and all the things, yeah. Right. So, obviously, Spice Girls, yeah. Oh, Spice yeah. Girls. Yeah. There was five. Yeah. Now, my issue was, was like, obviously, in school, people were like, oh, you're Mel B, because what? I'm the black one, and Mel B's the only black one, cool, whatever, whatever. And you've got big hair. And I've got big hair, yeah. blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But I'm like, yeah, I identify with Mel B, but I also identify with Mel C, because that's who I like I'm the sporty chick she's yeah but then if you look at the two of them yeah Mel B had the sauce she had the spice in it she did so like that was the sauce yeah so like that was my my way of like merging the two I'm the sporty spice but with a bit more spice in it do you get it I do so sporty with a bit more spice if you see that tagline anywhere anyone using it tell them they're a fraud tell them they didn't come up with the idea hashtag copyright get yourself down that office or send them some paperwork but yeah that's basically where it comes from okay i'm glad i know that now because i did think oh spicy where does that come from (laughs) and also nando's love a bit of nando's and chicken (laughs) (laughs) 
Nanda's medium. You know what? Don't let this girl fool you, you know. I think that's the real reason, yeah, because she was (laughs) she was sitting in Nando's with her friends. And someone was like, Do you want the lemon and herb? And she was like, No, I want the spicy one. And it must have come from that about spice girl. Spice girls, man. Okay, if that's what you're saying, <laughs> we'll go with that. It was Spice Girls. I okay. Said what I said. Anyway, so pole so, to pole, pole dancing. Yeah, talk to me. Okay, so you're gonna take the wheel on this one. Oh, am I now, darling? Yes. So talk to me about pole dancing or pole fit. What it is, what it does for you. Should I start with my journey? Start with your journey. Let's start with my journey. Let's do I that. I think that's like. A great place to start. Yes. Um. So, I've actually lost count how many years I've been pole dancing now. I think it's maybe about five or six years. And I'll say on and off because this past year and a half, I'd say, um, a lot of it was spent teaching and training. But it then got to a point where I wasn't really focused on my training as much as I could have been. Um. So, yeah, it wasn't as consistent. But anyway, I say for the past five to six years, um, my first experience of it, I, what was it? Well, what brought you to it in the first place? Because it's, it's kind of off to, it's off to the left, really, in terms of fitness. So were you looking for something different? Did you fall into it? Did you know someone that was doing it? No, what happened? I, I fell into it. I fell into it. Um, okay. So my first experience was, it was a girl's day out, actually. Um, Messy. <laughs> it was organised by um, someone that I met through Running Bangs um, and a few other girls that we had run with, Um or had crossed paths with like in the fitness world and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and she organized it and it was like this woman, I don't know if it was her flat or a space above her flat or whatever, but it was in Soho um, and we went and it was like all quite exciting. Didn't really know what to expect. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know whether it was going to be like, Ooh, sexy, whiny, whatever. Whiny, like, whiny, 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 whiny. I, did, I didn't know what it was gonna be, <laughs> but like you know me, like I'm, I'm on trying new stuff in it. I'm on just like giving stuff a go. Yeah. So I went, and it was all good, and like we did do like it wasn't too too like dancey. We just learned a few tricks and a few like hip circles and all them things there, and. I managed to invert, which is to go upside down. Um, so like first go, first time. And it was like, it was so scary. But I was like, right, this is like kind of cool. Like it was great. And then we went out for like lunch after. So that kind of happened. And I didn't really give it much thought um, after that. Until I was working for a brand um, quite similar to class pass so do you know class pass yes okay so it's like basically the same business model as class pass mm-hmm. um and i had been given membership where i can just basically try out all the studios for free great wonderful so i was going through like their roster of studios and i was like oh, i want to see 
what's close by in it because I don't really want to travel into central London. Mm-hmm. Like it's just long for man. Don't want to do it. Um, and then I came across the studio. <laughs> long for man. Yeah, but it what like <laughs> do you know? Do you know woman. if you're not travelling to London yet, anything that involves is you long. going to London is long. When you live in South, Mate. everywhere is long. Like I used to say to my friend, meet me in Oxford Street, and she's like, okay, cool. She lives in um, North London, and she's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm on the bus. Mate, I'm still like, on the bus. I live in South London. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's long. So that I was long. just like, I'm. It's my days off or it's my days where like I'm working this side of town like I'm not traveling to London let me see what's in the area yeah and then I came across this post studio that was like literally just down the road like 15 minutes maximum in the car so I was like right never knew this place existed let me go so when it was like a really cute small studio there was about six poles in there one person to each pole I think I think their max was like two to a pole, but not every pole had two people in it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, And it was just like, it was just vibesy. It was fun. The instructor was lovely. Like I, I clicked with her instantly. Um, And she, like she made a point of saying to me, like you, I can see already, like you have really, really good technique. Like you should keep going with this. Like you could be amazing. And this is like the first time meeting me. Yeah. Maybe she was just like <laughs> super gassed that I was there or whatever. I don't know. But like, she was really, really encouraging. Well, knowing you, sorry, stick a pin there. Go knowing on. you since before you were born. Mm. When it comes to sporty things, like I think I've spoken about being at your sports day <laughs> <Yeah>. before. <laughs> when you wore them terrible leggings and them, them pumps. Oh, shut up. But, you know, that's what mum put you in. Um, but you've always had a natural aptitude for sporty things mm. that I've noticed coming up. Yeah. You've always kind of grasped physical things very very quickly yeah 100% so I think that maybe yeah this was just something that you know you took to yeah after literally one class yeah okay yeah so yeah she was she was super encouraging and was like you know please come back like it'll be really really good to have you um maybe it was because like I was really good and she she hadn't had like a really good person in her class for like time. Yeah. Like it just makes it like really exciting because you're like, oh my God, this person's going to go really yeah, hard. Please oh stay, God, please, please stay. stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, cool. Do you know what? I'm actually going to come back. And that's basically where it started. I went for about the first year. I probably went every single week apart from like holiday times or like Christmas yeah. and whatnot. So what um, kept you going back? Ah, oh, what kept me going back? Just the constant challenge. Mm. And because it felt like I was purposely putting myself in a new environment that was uncomfortable. Yeah. Which sounds like, rah, why would you do that? But like, you know, if you go to like a certain gym class and it's like, you know, all your brethren are going to be there yeah. and like it, it comes, it becomes familiar and it becomes comfortable, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Um, but when you then take yourself to somewhere else and it's like, you're the newbie of the group, yeah. you don't really maybe not understand it. Like it really puts you in a position where 
you're forced to make a choice like am I going to stay here and work or am I just going to bow out and just be like I'm not going to do it just because your friends aren't there or whatever so it was something that I really felt was like I'm doing it for myself like there's no one else around there's no one else egging me on Mm -hmm. like I'm here because of me and because I'm choosing to be here um did I answer your question do you remember the question (laughs) Actually, yes. Oh, oh. What kept you going back? What kept me going? Yes. Yeah. Um, that and just like the constant challenge. Like it, it was nothing that I'd done before. Right. Um, did it feel naughty? Did it feel naughty? Yes. <laughs> no. Why would it feel naughty? Well, we'll probably delve into it a bit later. But the origins of pole dancing or... Mm. Yes, pole dancing is in the clubs. Um, scantily clad girls gyrating and, you know, whooping it up in front of men. Mm-mm. And I'd imagine saying to someone, oh, hey, yeah, you, oh, I don't go to the gym. I do pole dancing. They're immediately thinking you work in a club like, yeah. or, you know. Yeah. No, say say it as it is because that's that's literally. Oh, you're it, a stripper. Oh, you're a stripper. Yeah. yeah, tell it like it is because yeah. that that's exactly how it is. Um, and I guess because I think one of your questions, I mean, do you want to ask it and I'll answer it because there was this whole debate of like the pole fitness versus pole dancing thing. Like, is there a difference? Blah blah blah. Yes. Um, is there a difference? Well, like, I'll speak. I'll speak from like my experience like like you were saying when it was like oh I'm doing pole dancing and the immediate response all the time was like oh so that means you're stripping yes oh so that means you you're working in a club yeah and I was like oh I understand why people say that because like that is where it starts from Mm. That that is that is basically where pole dancing comes from. Yeah. Um and for some people origins matter. Absolutely, which is why when I say that or when I have said that in the past, it's been met with raised eyebrows. Yeah. Or men start grinning all their teeth. Or, oh or, yeah. Oh, do you want to dance oh, on my yeah. pole? Yeah. Do you want to oh! shut up? <laughs> do you want to get out of here? Do you want to go and <laughs> wash your underneath you dirty crusty person like I'd even be interested you know (laughs) like who told you to open your mouth Uh, but you see this is the thing this is what I'm trying to get at because if you say pole fit that to me sounds different when you say pole dancing immediately see we're all judgmental you know let's let's be real we as human beings go on what we see. We're visual creatures. We go on what we see and what we hear. Mm. So if someone comes to you and said, oh yeah, I pole dance, you're immediately thinking of those kind of sexualized connotations, if you like. Mm. Very little clothing, um, very high heels, Mm. gyrating, men sweating on you or you sweating on them or, you know, and... For some people, that's a positive thing because I know in the US, a lot of students mm. will 
dance or some will say strip Mm. to get themselves through college so there's less of a stigma attached to it but over here I think it's slightly different where if you say that then people automatically think Mm. you're working in the club and you know all the things that we Mm -hmm. discussed before I think the UK is definitely slightly behind the US um maybe even I'd say Europe in gen yeah and there's a reason why I say that as well um going back to your point on like the pole fitness versus pole dancing it's really funny actually because when I started I used to call it pole dancing because that's what it is right um did you say that to mum well here's <laughs> yeah, the thing mom, I'm going pole dancing so, all right here's the thing here's the thing <laughs> here is the thing right yeah I feel like, and I don't, please, pole community, don't come for my neck, okay? I'm just talking, like, it's just my opinion and my experience, She's not sending for you, so please don't come for her. But I feel like the term pole fitness, mm. if I'm completely honest, was coined to separate itself from the origins of pole dancing, aka in the strip club. Um, right tricking doing all that stuff and getting bills yeah so is that a good or a bad thing that it's been distanced or does it depend on who do you know opinion it is do you know what i think i think there's 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 good and bad in it but let me take it back there's so many things we gotta cover but like let me just take it back so remember i said like i said um that I started calling it pole, like I was calling it pole dancing. Yeah. I then started calling it pole fitness. Why? Because it seemed easier for people to understand. And this, this, this isn't like, I'm not shaming sex workers or anything like that, but I wasn't doing it to become a stripper. I was just doing it for fun. Right. So because there was that line of separation almost, yeah. it was like, it was easier for people to know that I do this thing, but then also understand that I'm not stripping, basically. Right. And then also from the point of like, like you mentioned mum, like for those that don't know, we grew up in a Christian household. Yeah. A very, very, <laughs> very yeah. Christian household, right? Like, do you remember when I first told mum that I had a boyfriend? <laughs> do I remember <laughs> yes do you remember yes. like do you know the what controversy. I mean the Lord. controversy you yeah. know do you remember when I got my belly button pierced <sighs> at 18 years old when I technically I was that. an adult for goodness sake well you know you know what to this day I'm being held accountable wow. for that because you could have died I and I would have been the only one that knew because I wasn't <laughs> responsible enough to really check out this piercing place and make sure they had their credentials and made sure that they knew what they was doing well as an 18 year old anyway yeah um so back to the point it was like for me then to be like oh mom i'm doing pole dancing instantly she's going to start thinking all these certain things yes and do you know what it was it was the constant explaining myself that just became so tiresome. Yeah. That using the term pole fitness was just an easy way to just say, this is what I'm doing, leave me alone. Because people would then often leave me alone if that's what I called it. Yeah. Um. However, 
I then started to look at it through a different lens. Um, because, what example can I give? Okay, so you as a young school girl, rocking your braids, rocking your bantu knots, knocking, rocking your cane rows, rocking all them things there, having other young children tease you for it, pull your hair, mm. say nasty stuff about you, only to grow up and have Kim K and her clan. Oh, don't get me and started. And XYZ yeah. it, and then have every media outlet be like, oh, rock Kim K's boxer braids yeah. and rock the mini space buns and all this space nonsense. Bu- Hold on. Space, what are space buns? What we would call Bantu knots or whatever. Please, Or mini okay. buns or whatever. I don't know, right? Okay. But like, <laughs> if you yeah. look at it through the lens of like that, it's like someone's taken something and then repackaged it as something yes. that's more acceptable to the masses. Yes. So when you look at it like that, I kind of looked at pole dancing like that and I was like, actually, no, that's not right. It is what it is. It's come from the strip club. Okay, yeah. I'm not stripping, but... Who am I to be rebranding the thing and then being like, oh, well, don't associate me with stripping because my way's better than yeah. that way. I'm not like I, that. I'm not like that. What do you mean? Yeah. The tricks that you're doing is the tricks that they're doing in the club. What are you talking about? Yeah. And like there's influence both ways. So I, I was just kind of like, do you know what? I get the pole fitness term, but it's pole dancing in it. Yeah. And... I've got I've got a little bit more time and a little bit more patience to to explain that to people. Um, whilst I'm not stripping, like it it has come from that. What I'm doing has come from that. Um, okay. The pole fitness term, like I I get it because it is a form of fitness. The way that dance is a form of fitness is just called dance, right? Yeah. Um, and, and there also, are many forms. There are many forms, and also. I was thinking, okay, maybe it's in a sense where, because there's certain classes where they they just teach you tricks and like combinations and how to like thread them together. Okay. So that is a little sequence. Um, in terms of like moving your body to music, like they don't really teach you that. So then in my head, I'm thinking, okay, well, then maybe that's where the pole fitness side is suitable or is more appropriately used. I don't know. In terms of when you've got a class that you're tricking and you're dancing, you're doing tricking. Like, like you're doing, you're doing <laughs> tricks, right? You're doing yeah, tricks. Sorry. You see, my mind is wandering. Sorry. That, no, but you know what? That says a lot about me then. Because mm. when you said tricking, my mind's oh. already going off. So, oh, Got yeah. relaxed. You better just oh, rein yeah. it in. So, reel yeah. it in. Da 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 da. Yeah. Tell a friend. Da, da, da. Tell a friend. Wow. I can't remember the words, <laughs> but I'll link that song. It's called Reel It In by Someone. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Reel it in. Um, yeah so like pole like there's certain there's other pole dancing classes where like you're actually you know you're doing floor work you're doing tricks you're doing everything um you may or may not be wearing the heels they're called pleasers um the um, pole dancing shoes um 
if you don't know what they are, they're the kind of shoes that like strippers would wear. Yeah, see, um, I actually so, like, call them stripper shoes. Yeah, I'm sorry. so the the platform shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, let's face it, what lady can walk in those? Listen. So I literally, in my mind, pertain them to people who do that as a job because yeah. they're, you know, it's part of their uniform, if you like. Yeah. But then there's that, and then there's also there are pole dancing classes where you know you you um you do have a routine as well you are doing other things other than tricks but tricks are involved too but then you're not wearing the shoes so it's just I feel like there's some there's something for everyone in pole and just because you're doing one thing it doesn't necessarily make it better than the other thing which again in the pole community I found myself that like there has been a bit of tension where it's been like oh well you know, we're not doing that side or, mm. oh, well, if you do that side, well, it makes you that kind of a person. So is uh, it da, a da, kind da. of us and them purists I, and people who yeah, have kind of I, I feel like bastardized it, I feel, it, if I you feel like. like it has been, it has been, um, just in gen, the type of person I am, I just try not to get involved mm. with stuff um, like that. I'm just there to do me and enjoy myself. Um, whatever side I'm on on that time, like it doesn't mean I'm, on it forever it's just that I'm enjoying what I'm enjoying in that moment so mind your business okay um so yeah that's my take on that so as an adult Mm. you can clearly define the boundaries and the moves like you know you've got the moves that kind of pertain to being in the club and moving to the music in a certain way mm. or not necessarily being in the club and moving to the music in a certain way it doesn't have to be in a club setting well that's what I'm thinking because I'm moving on slightly because you're an adult mm. now there are pole fit mm. classes for children yeah. so I'm trying to play devil's advocate if you like Mm-mm-mm. because I'm speaking to you as an adult yeah um you're an auntie you mm-hmm. don't have to be a mum to have an opinion yeah because people tend to think oh well I'm a parent and blah 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 blah. yeah you have children in your life Mm -hmm. as somebody who has a minor in their life Mm -hmm. and you can clearly define pole dancing and pole fit would you be comfortable with all that you know Mm for a younger relative of yours to take part in a pole fit class how do you feel about that honestly i i don't see a problem with it i think it is is context really yeah um and like just using them for an example like when we used to have the pole up downstairs and I used to be in there by myself and she'd she'd bust the door open and she'd say, Auntie Ish, can I go on the roundabout with you? <laughs> yeah, bless her. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, how old at that age? She must have been about... She was young. Yeah, about that. She was about four, three or four. Yeah. So from the eyes of a child, it's fun. 
if you go to a children's playground, what is there? There's the fireman pole and That's they all true. swing around it. They all slide down it. No one's looking at them any 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 funky way. And unless, they shouldn't be. Unless you're all like a dirty old man who's sitting there to watch children. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, you're right. It's, it is about context because it's funny. <laughs> you're gonna start laughing again. I took her to the park in the height of the summer. You you already know this. Um. So I'm standing there watching her and she's gone up this little thing, this ladder thing. Mm. And there's a pole. Mm. So she comes down it <laughs> and she's swinging around and really loudly, look, mummy, I'm doing that thing that Auntie Ish does in the front room. <laughs> and she's dancing and she's twirling. And I'm looking at some of the other parents thinking, oh, God. <laughs> judgment, judgment. You know, you get those kind of judgy parents looking at you and like wanting to judge your parenting skills mind your business mind your business yeah I thought it was funny and I was like yeah and I actually recorded her because it was funny Mm. she's a child she found joy in it so did I Mm. end of story yeah but there are some parents and some people that are absolutely incensed by it because um there have been some pole fit instructors instructors that have come under fire you know, for taking children's classes and um, doing some research on this. There's a child psychologist, Emma Kenny. She was being interviewed on this morning and she actually said that kiddie pole dancing is horrendous and it embraces something that's very much a sexual form and whether you like it or otherwise, it's inextricably linked to an adult pastime. So that's why I asked you, you know, obviously you're an adult, you can make your decisions. Mm. But if you have a like a minor child in your life, like you have a niece, Mm. how do you feel about that? Because as a parent, I don't see a problem with it because like you said, it's about context, Mm. you know. And I did actually watch the piece where they were talking about pole fit and talking about the little girls and their confidence levels. I think the class ranges in age from six to 12 and upwards. Mm -mm. And they were going onto the pole and they were doing just basic, what I would call basic moves. Mm. There was nothing salacious about it. There was nothing that gave me cause for concern. And they had on little hot pants and blouses, like sleeveless blouses. And literally it's nothing that you don't see kids running around in the street wearing Mm. in the summertime yeah so it is context and one of the parents um actually said you know yes it is a pole but you know when they go to the bar you know um fitness and you know you've got the rings and stuff it's just a bar turned sideways where you know they do Mm -mm. the somersault of the apparatus and things Mm -mm. like that so I agreed with her and the music that they used, it was just, you know, show tunes mm. um, from musicals. Mm. It wasn't anything salacious. It wasn't anything where you'd think, oh, that was terrible. Mm-mm-mm. But still people can't separate. They ain't doing fit. it to, to, to WAP. Right. There's some hoes in their house. Oh, There's some hoes in their house. There's some hoes <laughs> in their house. Not There's in this house, darling. In house. Oh, certified freak. Ow. Oh, seven days a week. Wow. Yeah. 
so yes. basically they're not doing it to wap in it like yeah because th- that would be a problem that, that would be that a would problem. be that would be problematic yes but they're not and also just to chime in like about like what they're wearing actually yeah. if anyone's like oh well they're not e- they're not even wearing like proper clothes well actually han if you don't want your child to slip and bust their head mm. if you don't want me to slip and bust my head you have to be <laughs> you you have to have minimal clothing i'm sorry yeah. so that is the reason why um it will be short shorts and a vest or a crop top well look whatever you do i personally feel you have to be dressed accordingly and it has to be fit for purpose. So like we discussed on the previous podcast, as a woman, you would have a sports bra, you would have your trainers and you'd have the adequate clothing that you need. As a swimmer, a swimming costume. So it has to be fit for purpose. And the work that you're actually doing or the fitness that you're doing around the pole Obviously, you can't do that in jeans. You can't do that in leggings. So minimum clothing is a must, really, for what you're actually taking part in. Mm. So, yes, that's my two cents on that. Yes. So, okay, then. So this is quite a lot of information and I'm finding it really beneficial now. So if I wanted to do a class... Mm. I mean, talk to me about age groups, demographic, because again, we're going to say the word representation. When I look at pole dancers or pole fit practices or practicers, I haven't seen any that look like me. And I'm not talking about in terms of skin tone or skin colour, I'm talking about body size and shape. I mean, you know me, I'm not the type of person to be held back if I don't see anyone that looks like me particularly with whatever I'm doing. I like to boldly go ahead sometimes where no one has gone before. Mm. It doesn't really upset me because there has to be somebody to start the ball rolling and then to open the doors for others. I'm not saying that I do that, I don't, but I like to show up. And if something interests me, I'm going to do it. But I'm talking about overall body type because you're very slim and svelte. I don't recall seeing anyone that say like a size 14 like me. I don't recall seeing anyone that maybe my age or older so is this a young woman's thing is this a slim woman's thing are there any influencers or people that perhaps look like me that can encourage people like me to give it a try because I remember when you came with that pole this big beautiful shiny thing and I thought oh I want to go on that (laughs) and then I was like but I don't want the ceiling to come down (laughs) and that was my my first thought was that I'm heavy I'm gonna like 
pull the ceiling down. Make sure you've got the Joyce Finder on because if you've moved it too much to the left and mum's ceiling if comes down, ceiling if down. you bust that ceiling if down, you bust that ceiling down, I do not have the money to pay. If you bust that ceiling down. Yeah. So that was my thought. Literally, I'm too big. I'm too heavy. Women like me don't do this. So talk to me about that. Am I wrong? Are there any kind of, not say body positive, but are there any women out there or pole practitioners that look like not the sort of conventional pole dancer or pole fit person? It's so funny, you know, that you say that. A, actually, I'm just going to chime in and say, not just women. All types of people. Men as well. Men and women, all types of people. Um, and I will say that it's a big thing where people are like, oh, I need to lose weight before I do polls answering. And the answer to that is no, you don't. Right. Obviously, if you have someone who's who weighs 50 kg versus someone who weighs 100 kg. Stones and pounds, please. I I'm don't know old. what that is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's say eight stone. Okay, so I'm I'm like 75 kg. I don't know what that is. Okay, anyway, all I'm saying is if you have someone who weighs... I tried to see in my mind's eye. Okay, so if you have someone who's like seven stone, okay. yeah... And then you have someone who's like 11 stone. Right. Obviously, the person who weighs 11 stone may find it harder to lift their body weight. Because essentially, in this type of movement, in pole dancing, you are utilising your body weight. The pole is the apparatus. So if you don't have the strength Mm. or the capability... If you're heavier, yes, you may find it a little bit more difficult. Does it mean that it's impossible or that you cannot? No. Okay. Okay. Um, in terms of people out there that are like your size or bigger, mm. there are definitely um, pole dancers out there that are larger. Um, one that comes to mind is Roz, Roz the Diva, I think her name is okay. on Instagram or how she um presents herself to the world. Um and that's that's like her whole USP is that mm. she is a larger lady. I think she she is a PT or she is she does some other form of fitness um okay. training and instruction. Um but aside from that she is a pole dance instructor as well and she teaches women of her size and even bigger um pole dancing and obviously she's a visual representation like a whole representation of yeah you can be my size and you can do this I can flip myself upside down which means whoa you maybe can't do it today yeah but in a year's time or however long you can get there it is possible yeah Um, see that's what I want to see because like I said it's never stopped me because I've done races where literally I'm the only black person there 
And I'm just I mean, like, there's a lot of us that have done races where we're yes. the only black ones there, yes. yes, exactly. I like, mean, I don't need to feel like the medical... person over there. Yeah. Yeah, like, where's Wally? And it's like, you know what? I don't even need to fill out the medical form, you know, because if I drop, they're going to know who it was. Oh, okay? my God. I'm dying. But it's never stopped me. Mm. But this would purely because, like you said, you have to physically lift yeah your body weight and because i don't see any women of my size doing it to my mind it's like well i don't think they do literally because it's kind of weight bearing if you like Mm. so i'm glad i'm wrong in that yeah because you know this is relatively fit so this could probably inspire someone to give it a try yeah for sure um so I'm glad now I know that it's not just for people who are light. It's for everybody, men included. Yeah, all types of people. Yeah. All types of people. It's not just restricted to a particular person or a particular gender or what have you. Like anyone can do this. So what are the names of some of the poses or some of the actions that you would do? Um, and what's your favourite? Ooh. <laughs> there, there is... I bet the whiny, whiny go up on your head ones. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Go find your head. Go find your head. Ow. In other Megan. In other Megan. <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> See, you just think about naughtiness a lot. You know, <laughs> but naughty is great. Naughty is where people get to have fun and really like just let go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and sometimes in in those moments, in those spaces where you can just let go, like such wonderful things happen. Or but if you let go, you could bust your head. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say if you let go, you could fall. <laughs> well, you could do that. Okay, well, we'll not let. Okay, not <laughs> not let go of the pearl because yes, yeah, she will fall and bust your head. Um, but in te- just just freeing up yourself in it, just an yeah. element of freedom, expressing yourself, expressing yeah. yourself exactly. Um, so favorite moves. Um, at the moment, I'm working towards um, deadlifting into an Aisha. So, who did what? <laughs> I can hold an Aisha, I can get into an Aisha, but I cannot deadlift into an Aisha. Um, this is going to be really hard to explain. I will put some links up in the show notes so you understand yeah. what that is. Um, maybe I can just I can just show you a video because you're here with me and you want to know what it is. Um, so this is a move that I'm working on. It's going to take forever because obviously I've taken time off. Right. Um, it's a great kind of like display of strength. I just, yeah, I like feeling strong when I, when I pole dance, Mm. um, and deadlifting just looks so cool. It's just like, yeah, I'm strong. I can do this. Um, let's see. Deadlifts are tough on shoulders. I think I do know like one move. I don't know if it's in pole dancing is it the flag because you see the boys in the park doing it yeah so like whoa so in pole the flag is 
I guess we call it the iron X. Um, so it's, it's a similar thing. It's just the body shape is in the shape of an X. So the arms are out and the legs are out too. Wow. Um, that is also a goal of mine. I'm very, very far off. Um, but again, it's just something that you have to keep working at. Um, let's see what she's, oh, she's, oh, she's doing a, oh, this is hard to do it. I just want you to do it. Okay. She's done it. So your, your aerial, your wow. aerial. And then you lift yourself up in that position. So you're not doing it from the floor, basically. You know what? I've got to give props to these girls because this stuff is very challenging. You know, people, you see, again, people kind of jump on the kind of sexual element of it. But that looks like work. But that then, looks challenging. But this is why I'm just like, don't like, don't be saying you're all for pole dancers and then like, we want to be slating strippers because mm. my girl's doing that barefoot, which is hard enough. That's an art form to, to me. To then put them heavy ass pleasers on, yeah. them 10 inch heels and then go and do that. That's another story. Mm. So please don't like be like, oh, like your, your, your style is like really, really nice. Like it's not like the stripper, like don't do it's that. Not dirty. Like don't do that. Mm. Don't do that because if anything, they're working even harder because not only are they doing this, they're performing and they're entertaining on top. Yeah, that's it. Because you can't, you know, if you're a dancer, you're not going to do the same dry moves all the time, are you? <laughs> You've got to diversify yeah. what you're giving to your audience. Yeah. Well, props to so, them, props to them. Yeah, so that's that. That's like a move that I'm working on. Wow. My favourite move, I really love, I really love a good old... Superman into a Titanic into a shoulder mount. I love that little sequence. You lost me at Superman. Okay. Um. Do I have a video? Ah, yeah. I'm gonna go to my Instagram. Um. I may have a video on my Instagram of it. Why is this taking so long to learn? So is it, I'm just thinking in my mind, is it one arm out and then the other one like holding the pole and your legs are kind of out and you're like, da, da, Superman, da, da, there you da, go. Da, da. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. So watch this. I think this, is, this will be Superman. Okay. So that, Okay, I kind of I kind else. of cut out the Superman, but that's Titanic. Wow. What cuz you're sinking. And then into a shoulder <laughs> mount. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. So yeah, that's like That's quite beautiful actually. That's like a a really cool sequence that I like. Um Yeah. Beautiful. It is actually beautiful. It's it is it's so creative and so artistic and mm. when yeah when done well is just is really something to watch like yeah. it's mesmerizing yeah it's mesmerizing and there's so many different styles that can create that feeling within you be it the mm. stripper style or the exotic style or the contemporary style like there's so many that can like as you watch it you're like wow yeah 
Do you know I mean, what I mean, I watch them and I just think, like I said, props because it's hard to do all of that. It's hard. It's, it's amazing. It really is amazing. So, if you've inspired anyone out there mm. with your pole fit slash pole dancing tales, mm. what can a newbie expect? So, they want to try it out. Look on the internet for classes. <laughs> what type of things should they look for? You know, what type of things should they wear? If you could just quickly talk us through it. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, pole, pole dancing studios are popping up everywhere in London now. Like, everyone's got a studio. Everyone owns a studio. So... I don't think you'll be too hard pressed to find somewhere if you're based in London um, and outside of London too. All it takes is a quick Google search. But before um, you go to a class, sorry yes, to just jump in. That's fine. Have you got to have a basic level of strength? I mean, I'm saying newbie as someone who's never done it before. Yeah. But do you have to be a newbie with some type of background in, I don't know, gym or something physical yeah no no I wouldn't say so this is just my opinion and like again this is another thing that people come to me with it's like ah, oh, I'm gonna come I'm gonna come to your classes or I want you to teach me but I just need to build up my strength a little bit more yeah so that I da, 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 da. and I understand like I, I get it I understand I fully understand it however the way pole classes are set up they're set up in such a way that you're in the class and you are building specific strength for those specific moves. Okay. And therefore, it's no point in being like, yeah, I'm going to start this pole dancing thing and you book one class and then you don't go back to the class until four weeks time and then you don't go back to the class until six weeks time. You're not going to see progression in in the mm. way that you'd hope because you're not being consistent with it like like with anything you, yeah. you have to be consistent now that's not to say that you know you don't have to build your strength beforehand obviously if you do it will help you but if you don't or if you feel like you don't have the strength it is not a reason for you not to go because you're going to build that strength in the class if you are consistent and if you obviously take the time to do that um by going weekly you just need once a week especially when you're starting because you you will be sore mm. you won't be able to lift your arms up to put your jumper on everything will hurt you will have bruises <laughs> once a week is enough mm. um i've noticed actually since you started doing perfect your arms have been so toned. They're like <laughs> so defined and everything. I was looking at them and I was just like, yeah, like what rate reps? What, what is she yeah. doing? A lot of people, they, they, they comment on my shoulders your arms and your my back. arms and my back. And they, they always ask me, what do you do? And honestly, the whole of my upper body was built on a pole. Mm. I, I never, I never worked upper body in the gym because most girls don't. They're like, oh, squats and I'll work your booty. Yeah. And I'll do your core, hold your plank. Like no one's, no one ever talks about 
um the lap pull down machine yeah. or wrote like no one ever talks about those things not mm. re- i mean they are now but you know it is trends isn't it yes and the, yes. the trend is work your booty have a nice trim waist no one ever worries about anything else true so i i i never really I never really did other than like a few push-ups. But mm. yeah, my whole upper body was definitely built on on training pole. Yeah. 100%. Looking good. Oh, thanks. My I upper mean, body strength is trash. Like, I mean, I, need I had help. a look at my back the other day and I was like, oh, you really do need to go back to pole. What's going on? No, trust <laughs> me. If that's you being sloppy, I'll take it any day. <laughs> Because I've seen my back and it's... (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh. Oh, man. Why is my bra sitting in there? It's supposed to be on top of the roll, not underneath it. (laughs) But you know what? Whatever it is. It is what it is. I do need to work on my upper body. Um... Maybe we can talk about some stuff like that. But I've really enjoyed talking to you about this. It's been really oh, informative. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's good. Have you learned anything? I have, yes. What have you learned? What's the what's been the standout thing for you? The standout thing for me is that there are women that look like me that actually do this. And the thing is, I have always admired pole dancers Mm. because you know strip away the club strip away everything behind it it is actually a beautiful art form the way they move their bodies it's they a good pole dancer can make it look easy but what they're doing you know is listen when i tell you when people are like oh my god you're amazing i'm like bro if you only knew Mm, if you only knew if you only only knew Mm. yeah um dancers are incredible yeah they are incredible absolutely um I have some questions again. From... But before you go, oh, go on. No, oh, are questions. you teaching any classes? Because <laughs> I might come to one. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm. I'm not back to teaching group classes at the moment, but I'm open to virtual classes and one to ones. Okay. Um, so you can be contacted. To... Yes, absolutely. Plug it. Um, <laughs> I know I'm feeling shy come on now I know we ain't shy our voices are out on the internet don't our voices... be backwards in coming forwards oh, <laughs> our voices have travelled as far as New Zealand so we can't be shy anymore hey hey okay so I've had some questions from Instagram Oh, and I really really like this this Q&A section let us know how you feel about the please, Q&A section please give us more give us and, more yeah I think I, I really like it I really enjoyed last not last week but the week before I don't know what week is it? Just the other time, in it. I don't know. It's sometime in September, <laughs> that, two thousand and that other time that 20. we did the Q and A on the other thing. Anyway, um, questions. How do you avoid it hurting like hell? I hear chafing, bumps, and bruises happen all the time. <laughs> well, you have to suffer for your art, don't you, darling? You absolutely do. Um, there's no. There's no avoiding it, unfortunately. Um, you you just build the resistance, mm. and um, it's so funny because over time, I've developed 
like calluses on my hands. Mm. I've developed actually quite crusty hands. <laughs> I'm a runner. You should see my feet. Enough um, said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my feet used to be pretty, you know. Your black toenails. Trotters. And can I just quickly say, oh, when on. I was marathon training, I lost three toenails, okay? Do you know what? I'm very pleased to say, as a marathon runner, I've not, I'm yet to lose toenails. What? Touch wood. My toes are intact. Someone even said your toes are so pretty. Have you sold pictures of your toes yet? Was it a pervert? <laughs> no, because you, no. you know there's some people that like feet. Well, no. <laughs> It was my Your friend. Feet are pretty though. It was my friend, but they were like, you know, you can actually make money because I can, I can see that people would like Foot your feet. Yeah. Anyway, we're just getting off subject. Your feet here. are nice though. I'm looking at them. Thank you. Mm. Um, we're getting off subject here. Yeah, um, sorry. So I was saying that, yeah, I've built up calluses, and you know, callus is like a nice metaphor for you know all of this because as you build the calluses, mm. you, you just build up the resistance yeah. in your hands. And it's the same with everything else. Like you get bruises and they're really, really sore. And then however many months or years down the line, you still get the bruises in the same place. Mm. You just don't feel them. Yeah. Um, because you just build up that resistance. You build up that resilience. Um, chafing uh, in between the thighs. That's a big one for me. Um, when it came to doing like, a pole seat so literally sitting but on the pole so the pole's in between your legs ah mm. uh, i used to scream Ow. oh i used to scream the superman oh lord lord have mercy but i, used I to bet scream. it looked effortless though well it does now but at the t- like when you're learning yeah ah oh, oh my god the script i used to be so noisy in the class i think everyone <laughs> used to hate me and i didn't care i'm like well at least i'm trying bitch what are you doing uh-uh, focus on yourself <laughs> but yes um it does hurt Mm. and it's just one of those things where you kind of just have to get used to the pain it's 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 not the type of pain that ow I'm about to break my wrist and if you feel that type of pain then there's a problem yeah but it's 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 a type of pain that you just have to kind of tolerate until you build the resistance okay so how can I be as hot as you that's the question uh <laughs> i got it from my mama i, I got, got it from, from my mama I got it, but actually i got it from my daddy because i look like my daddy oh, oh daddy <laughs> um i'm telling mom well she says it you're just like your daddy yeah, you're just like your daddy true. oh god oh, stop it um I don't know. I think you just you just have to just love yourself as you are, which sounds very cheesy, but like sometimes, sometimes I'm by myself, yeah, and I'm like, right, you actually make me laugh, and I laugh at myself. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, young, yeah. <laughs> like sometimes I feel like, and do you know what's actually helped me? Like recently, I've had to do quite a few self tapes, and I've found them very awkward because I'm not used to doing them. But it kind of just gets to a point where it's like, you know, you probably look silly. You know that if your neighbour saw you, they'd probably think, "What the hell is she doing?" Yeah. But you just do it anyway, and you don't care. I think when you get to a point of not really caring so much, yes, you just kind of radiate some good, some good. I think so. Good sunbeams. I think so. Because being 40 something, I just We know your age already. You said it in the first welcome. Oh yeah. Being 44. 
I just don't care. Yeah. I went through my uncertain teens, 20s, feeling the pressure in my 30s, Mm. like you were saying about got to do this by this day, otherwise you are expired, which is absolute rubbish. Mm. And now at 44, I'm like feeling myself in terms of confidence. So to whoever posted this question... You're already hot. You just have to find what hot is for you. Because I know who posted that question, and she is hot, and she she's a babe. And I I actually I actually adore her. Like I really really like this person. And actually, you are hot. Yeah, man. I know she's hot. And you've got good teeth. Not a lot of people have good teeth. Not a lot of people have good teeth. You know. It's true. So, yeah. So you're already hot. And at 44, I'm finally, not that I'm feeling hot. Some days, yes, when I've got my shorts, because the running makes my legs look good. But it's not even about that. It's just how I'm feeling inside myself. Like, yeah, today is a good day because I'm feeling fine. So you are hot already. And so am I. Maybe not too much today because my hair needs doing, but watch out tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, next question. (laughs) Next question. Sorry, I just, you know, I was just feeling like really inspired to empower someone. Oh, that's nice. You know, we should all be able to feel hot. Do you know what I mean? And you are. And you are. Yes. Okay. Next question. I need to learn how to do this. I wonder about everything. Do you know what? Just like the the running thing, the running episode and previous episodes, you just got to start. You've just got to be brave and just just go for it. Do it. Because like you can, it's just like, um, you know when people read like self-help books and Mm. they they share all the wonderful things from the self-help books and blah, 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 which is like great. But what are you actually taking from the self-help book to apply to your life? True. Like, how is it, like, actually changing your life? What have you applied? This is so strange that you say this because I'm actually reading Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Mm. And he swears a lot. If anybody knows him, he's like a badass Navy, ex-Navy SEAL. Mm. Um, He's an ultra runner. And he had a really tough upbringing, really tough. Mm. But he made it through, through just sheer force of will and determination. Mm. And he just started. He looked at where he was. He was overweight. He was depressed. He had a terrible job. And he literally started where he stood. Mm. So I think, what did they say about the hardest part of the journey is like the first step. Yeah. You got to take that first step. He took it and look at him now. Yeah. And he's gorgeous, by the way. Mm. But he took that step. Your marriage, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with appreciating beauty. <laughs> like I said, we're all hot. Oh, yeah. That's he's true. just a little bit that's true. extra hot. <laughs> um, Yeah. Not like Nando's hot, like Scotch bonnet pepper hot. Check out David Goggins. You'll know what I'm saying when you see him and when you listen to a lot of his things on YouTube. Um, he does have a potty mouth, but it's all within yeah, context. Yeah, what I will but it's say in context. 
sorry to cut you off. Um, what I will say is, um, be prepared for other people's opinions mm. and just, I don't know, maybe develop a way to manage them in like a healthy way. Um, and in a way where actually you don't need to explain yourself. Um, I'm quite fortunate in that my family are very supportive. Again, I had to be very strategic in how I was telling them <laughs> what I was doing. But my family, um, my partner, shall I just use his name? Andre, I say it like it is. Pick up yourself, Andre. Andre is like one of the most supportive people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, Ow. Oh, cheesy. <laughs> Um, and what was happening, which I think this is interesting actually, was that he, I mean, even if he did have a problem with what I was doing, I'm my own person. He didn't have a problem with what I was doing, but it then came to like certain friends, Mm. um, saying things about me. Yeah. To him, I'd imagine. To him. Yeah. And not only like Mandem, some of his female friends as well. Some of his like women friends. Um, which really kind of pissed me off. None of your business. None of your damn business. Um, and at the end of the day, not that Andre has like control over me and tells me what I can and can't do. But if I'm happy and he's happy, then it has nothing to do with anybody else. Um, so I would say like, you know, you probably will get some naysayers or people that don't really agree with it because, you know, a lot of people don't agree with it and, you know, well, that's fine. Um, but just know that that might come. Um, grip, get some grip. So like some chalk or something that can help with like sweaty hands. There are a number of like grip aids on the market that you can use so sorry to just chime in there yeah they don't provide this in classes you have to provide your own i know they do but again like if you if you want to invest in what you're doing like just get your own in it yeah um but yeah a, a lot of pole studios do provide it um well the ones that i've been to i don't know if that's um a thing across the board where all studios provide that. Um, but yes, do not moisturise your skin. you got to go with your dry body. Okay, so listen, here's the thing, yeah. You never told me this, I'm not going now. Here's the thing, yeah. <laughs> the amount of times, yeah, I've been, and obviously this is pre-COVID, but been on the train and I've caught another black woman's eye as they've looked at my ankles. <laughs> people, that is a thing. Black people will notice and other I'm black people's s- I'm ankles. I'm so embarrassed and I want to tell her why because she's looking at me like, you right, did have... your mum not teach you? Yes. Did your mum not teach you? It's part of the and culture. I want to tell her. But guys, you cannot, you cannot moisturise. You can't moisturise. And the reason why you can't moisturise <laughs> is because the oils... Um, transfer onto the pole right. and make it slippery. Okay. A slippery pole is a dangerous pole. Yes. Um, so yeah, it won't help with your grip. Um, 
so therefore no moisturizing um there are some like maybe they're like water-based like water-based moisturizer or something that you can kind of get away with um but yeah it's better to just steer clear of moisturizers um completely mm, it's handy um, to know yeah because I, I wouldn't have even thought about that yeah um so don't don't moisturize obviously after class you can you can do whatever you want and sort out your ankles and sort out your ankles yeah. mate <laughs> um <laughs> okay and then oh sorry there's a few more oh um sorry <laughs> clothing um for the for the first for the first class maybe you can get away with wearing leggings um but in gen shorts and a vest or shorts and a crop top and when I say shorts not cycling shorts unfortunately they may have to be a bit shorter or if you're really like oh I I don't want to go any shorter wear cycling shorts and then for the things where you need that like high thigh grip Mm. then you may just need to drag them up well, I suppose um, as you build your confidence, the more classes you go yeah, to, you'll feel sure. more familiar and then you'll want to... For sure. You know. But also, it's like, you're you're not going to stand out. Maybe, okay, maybe you'll stand out if it's a size thing, but everyone's there mm. for the same goal. Everyone's there for the same reason. So trust me when I say no one is going to be looking at you like that Mm. nobody because people are too concerned about whether they are going to slip and bust their head (laughs) it's a real thing (laughs) they are they are way more concerned about that than the little piece of cellulite that's hanging out the bottom of your shorts yeah trust me trust me I like Um, it so then there's that what else Jewelry, just be mindful of jewelry. Like I wouldn't wear rings and bracelets and stuff like that. Um, rings can damage the pole. Um, bracelets, you know, can maybe get caught. Um, belly bars are a big thing. I like to take my belly bar out. Um, I just have visions of like maybe slipping down the pole a little bit and then catching it. Oh. So just like just like for from a safety perspective, just like maybe remove. That sounds horrific. Yeah, exactly. So maybe just remove. I know some people that do pole with like their belly bars in, but just me, I'm always like, you know, I'm that type of person that will sit there and think of like the worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah. And for me, that is the worst case scenario. <laughs> blood everywhere. Yeah, blood everywhere. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, for your first few beginner classes, um, you probably will be barefoot, um, just so that you kind of get used to like how to hold your body in certain positions. It's a lot of conditioning. Well, for me anyway, I like to work on conditioning with like beginner students a lot. Um, but then I think it's up to you and obviously how the studio is run if you do want to then wear heels during your practice um what else what else what else I think that's it yeah I think that's it okay well that's quite a lot of information for people to be getting on with yeah so that's good Mm -hmm. the next question is does it hurt the inner thigh bits <laughs> not with one s but several s's bits, bits. <laughs> yes does it hurt yeah you yes. said it hurt so yeah we kind of covered that already mm-hmm. but um yeah it does um 
a lot of screaming, a lot, a lot of squealing, um, for the parts that are really, really uncomfortable. Um, as I said before, inner thighs for me is like my really tender spot. It's really not nice. It's like me when um, I'm running. When I did, sorry, uh, <laughs> running comes into everything, but we said it was going to. <laughs> when I did my first marathon, like I thought I'd need a skin graft. Oh God. On my inner thighs. Seriously. I totally forgot about body glide and like the inside of my legs were like raw. Sorry, I just had to say that because that hurt as well. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. That's so yes, it hurts. Arm. Yes. And your inner thighs will be in bits. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Last question. How many times did you fall? <laughs> <laughs> yes oh how God. many times did you drop um, honestly for like this whole time yeah only twice okay yeah only twice um so what was the sitch what like the situation did you let go or... no okay so the first time um i was in a move called the butterfly um and I was practicing on a stage pole, which is what I've got here. Okay. So circular. So explain to us what a stage pole is. Yeah. So uh, a traditional pole is like floor to ceiling and it's either fixed into the ceiling with like a, obviously a fixture or it's held up by tension between the floor and the ceiling. And that tension is created by twisting the pole until you can't really twist it anymore basically and it pushes down on the floor and up on the ceiling okay and then there's a stage pole so the one that I have it is or the one that I was learning on at the time and the one that I've just got (laughs) um it's it has a circular metal base so is it like a platform that you'd step onto yeah so it's 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 maybe like a couple inches off the floor this particular one and um the metal base is in section so they look like little cheese triangles okay. i say little but obviously they're big mm. um and you slot them in around a centerpiece and then that forms the big circular base got you um and then the pole slots in the middle um and there's no there's no top to it so basically you can you can use it anywhere you can use it outside you oh, can okay. use it inside um so I was practicing on that it was like an open practice so the teacher is there the instructor's there but they're not necessarily guiding you through a class they're just there on hand for spotting or advice or whatever so I was doing this move which we were learning in like the structured class um and I was thinking oh like I'm getting it I'm getting it and just out of (laughs) nowhere just out of nowhere I just found myself on the floor (laughs) and but the thing is if the drop wasn't even that dirty it's because the base was metal so it was the clanging (gasps) of my body bam yeah it was the clanging of my body hitting the floor and (laughs) the instructor was like oh my god are you okay and it was like you know when the whole room goes silent she's dead Cool, nine, nine, nine. It's like the, the whole room went silent and I was just like, oh my God, I cannot believe that just happened. Like I just fell in front of everyone. Um, 
but it's it's like fine it's like once you fall and you understand that this is part of the process you're just like cool whatever like I'm fine I'm not broke up my face is fine (laughs) I'm not bleeding come we go again do you see what I'm saying like it's just a part of the process like you think gymnasts are that level and haven't dropped oh yeah do you know what I mean yeah so it's, it's it's literally just a part of the process and once you're okay with that like yeah of course you're gonna drop again hopefully you don't but Mm. it's just gonna happen um I think the second time was on spin pole it wasn't so bad it was just um because I got dizzy so what's spin pole now obviously one that just spins yeah so there's um (laughs) there are two modes to a to most poles static which means any movements that look like a spin basically you're creating the spin uh, oh as in the pole doesn't spin with but you, you are moving but you are moving Got you. and then there's a spinning mode where the actual po- pole turns around with so you. like it spins with you Ooh. um so i mean there's you know it just it just means that you can hold a pose or a trick for longer and still have rotations yeah. on the spin pole. Whereas you can you can create that same thing on a static pole. It's just that you won't be able to hold it and then have all of those rotations. Right. Um. So yeah, it was like one of my early classes on spin pole. Um, and it was going so fast that I didn't really know <laughs> how, to, how to make it stop. And I just kind of... Fortunately, because with the butterfly, you're upside down. Um, with this particular move, I was the right way up. So I just kind of slid down um, and landed on my feet. So it wasn't as dramatic mm. as the first fall. Um, and also there wasn't that sound effect as well. Did you um, style it out? Obviously. Yeah, come that. on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are like, yeah, I've fallen twice. But I think I'd say I'd... I'd fallen once because the second one wasn't really a fall. Mm. It was just like in comparison to the first one, it really wasn't a fall. So one went bam and the other one was yeah. just like oh, one literally shook the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, that's it. Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you about this. Have you? Yeah, I have. Wonderful. It's you know, it's nice to explore different ways of working out Mm. and hopefully someone's inspired by this and wants to give it a go and if you do let us know how it went yeah please do love to know yeah for sure so that's it for another one yeah keep it coming please with um your reviews and your ratings because we really appreciate it and that pushes us higher up on the chart so that more people can find us and more people can listen to us cackle like witches. (laughs) (laughs) And talk about pineapple chunks and... (laughs) And naked racing. And naked racing. Oh my God. So I'm reading this book. Where is it? I'm going to go and get it quickly. Uh, My creaky floor. It's here on the bed. (laughs) It's by... I'm back at the microphone. It's by Ben Aldridge and it's called How to Be Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable. Oh. And I read, <laughs> what page is it on? Let me leave my thingy there. Um... Oh, where's it gone? Oh, this is gonna annoy me. <laughs> 
Um, oh no, where's it gone? Oh, yeah, it was like, um, so basically this book is about this man who created what he called a year of adversity, where he literally just thought of all the things that would make him uncomfortable and was like, right, well, I'm just going to go and do these things and they're going to teach me something, Mm. whether it be about the thing that I'm doing or about myself um, and stuff like that. Um, So it basically... The book is all the things that he did. Um, he categorized it like on its difficulty and like he tells you how long it took. Mm-hmm. And basically the aim is once you get to the end of the book, you follow his list or you take bits of his list or you completely create your own. Right. Um, so oh. one of the um, <laughs> one of the things on his list was number 32. Which is? Get naked. No. I want to get naked. naked. I want to get naked, naked. naked. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it, I'm says, not doing that it says category, mental, classification, quick, difficulty, five. So that's like medium. Okay. Time required, a few minutes to a few hours. Depending on if you get arrested or not. If you've got to run in the street. Well, that's what he said. He said what? Certain beaches are reserved specifically for people who enjoy being naked. Visit one of these beaches (laughs) and prance around with your clothes off. The difficulty of this challenge will greatly depend on how much of an exhibitionist you are. Disclaimer. (laughs) There are many restrictions around public nudity. Waltzing down your local high street in your birthday suit could get you into trouble. So be considerate about getting your kit off. Go where you are allowed to be naked and you won't encounter any problems. Anyway, I fast forward because um, he basically says why do it, how to do it, and then how to make it harder. Harder, join a naked bike ride. No, no. (laughs) These are organized events where large groups of people cycle around cities naked. It's an opportunity to get way out of your comfort zone and experience the city in a new light. Search online to find when the next naked bike ride is taking place in a city near you. Sign yourself <laughs> up and join the mob of people. No. Research. Spend some time searching for your local nudist beach and naturist community, which then made me think of the, the naturist foundation or whatever. Oh, the run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You may be surprised at how popular it is. So maybe it is like a thing. Don't start this up now. <laughs> this is the second time you've been talking about doing naked things. I'm not doing naked things with you. Do no, whatever. <laughs> no. Anyway, we're supposed to say bye. So yeah. let's just wrap it up. Um, bye. Please, yeah, keep interacting with us on Instagram. Yes. Click, keep, keep, keep sharing, keep rating, keep reviewing. Stay connected and join, join the, the conversation. conversation. Lots of love until next time. Bye-bye. Bye.